0: Today is the last night of the Yont of Sukkot, and has a special name, Hoshana Rabbah the big Yeshua, the big salvation. Hoshana Rabbah we have a special minhag, it's called minhag Nevi'im, to use the Aroves, separate from the Lulav, we use the minhag, we use five Aroves and we say the Hashanas and then we beat the Haravahs to the ground. There is a tradition brought down in the poskim that Hashanah rabba will never fall on the Shabbos. The calendar was designed in such a way that it will never fall on the Shabbos as to not uh, cause the minig of Hashanah Rabbah of using the Haravahs to be suspended because of Shabbos. And this is a, a tradition that started after the Choban Abais, the Choban Beis HaMikdash. And, and they made sure in the time when they still set the calendar based on the moon, the witnesses uh, observing the new moon, they made sure also to uh, postpone Rosh Chodesh and to design the calendar in such a way that it would not fall on Shabbos. Now, the din the is that after the Chor the nabes HaMikdash, if the first day of Sukkot falls on Shabbos, we didn't take the Lulav either. Why didn't the Chachamim try to make sure that we don't skip the Mitzvah of Lulav, which is Min Ateirah, on the first day only? That if it falls on the Shabbos, um, that we should postpone it so that we can do the Mitzvah of Lulav, They weren't concerned so much about the Mitzvah of Lulav that we should perform it on the first day of Sukkot the only day Min that is Min and they weren't worried that it should fall on Shabbos. And indeed, it does fall on the Shabbos sometimes. Same thing with Shafer and Rosh Hashanah. Sometimes the first day of Rosh Hashanah falls on Shabbos, in which case we don't blow the Shafer, even though it's Min But when it comes to Hashanah Rabbe, which is only a Minak HaGneviim, the Neviim instituted it as a Zeicher Lechorben, Zeicher mikdash when there was a LeMesheh Mi Sinai to put an arava in the center every day of Sukkot. There was a special tradition which was mandatory in the Torah, but it wasn't written in the Torah. It was given Halacha LeMesheh Sinai. The Moshe received the Sinai and transmitted it orally to the Jewish people. That every day they should put a big Arova in the center of the Beis and by the Mizbeach. And people circled around, but on on the last day they would go around seven times. There was a special celebration of the Arova on the last day, after the Choram Beis Amikdosh, the minhag and was to do once only on Ashana Rabbah to use the Aravah. And that minhag and Nevi'im were very, very concerned and careful not to skip that, that if Hashan falls on the Shabbos, we did everything possible, that the calendar would never allow that to happen, and so that we would never skip the minhag of using the Hoshanah on Hashanah But Chazal did not seem to be concerned about skipping the Mitzvah of Lulav or the Mitzvah of Shaifa. So Tessus indeed asks this question and says, well, Lulav and Shafa that are minatera, we're not afraid people are going to be um, neg- negligent about because it's a Mitzvah of Everybody knows it's serious. It's a mitzvah, so nobody will come and be um, lightheaded about it. So therefore the Chacham, we weren't so careful that even if it falls on Shabbos, so we will skip it. It's not going to hurt. It's not going to cause any, give to be no fallout from the fact that we skip the blowing of the shofar on the first day of Rosh Hashanah that falls on Shabbos, or the first day of Sukkot that falls on Shabbos, we'll skip Lulav. But a Minag people are more likely to to undermine and keep lightly. So the Chachamim wanted to give it strength and they made sure that we never skip it. It'll never fall on the Shabbos. So the Rebbe says that there must be a deeper reason why Davka Shana Rabba, the minhag, which is only a minhag, it's not even Allah, it's for sure not in the Torah anywhere written, that that minhag should never cease that means that it'll never fall on the Shabbos so that we can always do it every year, year after year. And the Rebbe explains a fascinating thing, the Indian of Hashanah Rabbah. is unique from all other days of Sukkot. The Ashanas that we use is Arovet. We know that from the four species, the Esrik, the Lord of Hadassim, and the Arovet. The Arava represents the Jew that has no Tam and no Rayah no Torah, and no meisim Tevim, no mitzvahs. Previous Rebbe has a beautiful insight into this. He says, people think that when it says in Chazal that the lulav is limba da yesh he's talking about a Jew that only learns teire. and Mitzvahs is a little bit um, less careful about. And the Jew that is in the category of the Hadassim, he does a lot of mangs Tevim. he does a lot of good deeds, but limited Tehivim, he is less less careful with. He says, it's not true. All four species of the Lulav and Etrog are Jews that observe Tehivim mitzvahs. Of course, the pious Jews, the Yeresh these they are not the Jews that Chasve Shalom transgressed Tehivim mitzvahs. The difference is only in the quality of their observance. The, the Luluf Jew is a Jew who does Tere Mitzvahs primarily guided and inspired by intellectual understanding of the value of Tere mitzvahs. He doesn't so much have the passion, but at least he has the, 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 the intellectual understanding. And it does cause him to um, perform Tere Mitzvahs with greater perhaps um, vigor because of this understanding. And then there's the Jew who is the esrik. mitzvahs are more connected to midis. You act because you feel it's important. Uh, A cerebral understanding of something doesn't necessarily move somebody to do something. It's academic. Action don't naturally connect with an academic understanding, but an emotional um, sensation about the importance of something, does naturally lead to action. That's why ma'as mitzvahs are mostly connected to emotions. So the difference between the luluv and the adasim is that the luluv is the Jew who is moved primarily by an intellectual understanding. So he's committed to doing actions, but it's mostly guided and inspired by his understanding. Whereas the adasim is the Jew who is committed to action, which means that he's Driven mostly by feelings, by emotions, even if his understanding is not so great, but he has a natural emotional appreciation for Terah Mitzvahs. And the Esrak is the Jew that has both. He's both intellectually and emotionally driven in his service of Terah Mitzvahs. And what is the Arava? Is again, the Arava is also a Jew, does Terah Mitzvahs like everybody else. But the Arava is the Jew. The Arava is the Jew who is driven by a munapshutah. He doesn't have no intellectual incentives, no emotional inspiration. He does him simply because of a commitment. He has a munapshutah that it's important that he needs to do it and he does it in spite of himself. So here we have a new picture of what the Arava is. It's a Jew who's committed to Torah but he doesn't have the intellectual um, uh, rigor and he doesn't have the emotional inspiration but he's committed like a simple Jew. But the Amun in the previous Rebbe says that there's a mile in the Arova that doesn't exist in the other three. The Arova, the Amun of the Jew captures the most essential bond that a Neshama has with Hashem. A bond that cannot be captured through a deep intellectual uh, understanding cannot be captured through an emotional richness of appreciation it's it is captured simply by a total commitment and surrender to Hashem's will only because this is what Hashem wants and that in Mune Peshutah the Bal Shantov said that the Peshutah's the simplicity of the simple Jew who's committed to Tere Mitzvah's just without any uh, profound uh, and rich understanding, but simply because he's committed, that simplicity of the simple Jew touches the simplicity of the essence of Hashem. The are Ha'atzmas, when it comes to shana Rabbah we take the Aravah separately. Besides the Arovet Minim, we take just Arovet, a bunch of Arovet, which have no Tam nor Reach, just a Munah Pshhuta, because in Ashana HaRabba, as we progress from Sukkot into Hashanah and then Simchastor, we go deeper and deeper into the most, the purest substance of the relationship of Neshacham with Hashem. The purest substance of that relationship um, is blurred by seichel and Midas. Intellectual um, understanding and emotional experience and richness only blurs the simple Unadulterated bond, unconditional bond of an Ishama with Hashem. That essential bond cannot be captured through any kind of emotional or conscious experience. It's just natural. And it's most natural, it's the most natural bond that doesn't need cannot be validated in any way. It just is. And that's what we do in Ashana Rabba. Ashana Rabbah, we celebrate the Arava. We separate the arava separate from the all three species. We disassociated, it. We, we 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 put the mile of a which captures the most essential bond of the with the telekuos, and we celebrate that, and that is the bridge between sukkas and shemini atzeres simchas If you look carefully, lulav is a mitzvah in the Torah. Then, in the time of the Beit Mikdash, we also had the mitzvah of arava which they did every day by the Mizbeach they put in the Rava, it was Allah HaLaMershe Misinai. Now the Chassidus says Allah HaLaMershe Misinai is a kind of a mitzvah mina that is not um, expressly stated in the Torah. it's only orally transmitted from Meisheh, but it shows that it uh, um, elicits, it captures a deeper bond between Hashem and the Jewish people than a mitzvah that's expressly stated A mitzvah that is expressly stated means that we're doing it because we're told to do it. It's not as natural. A mitzvah that's not stated openly, yet we do it, is because it expresses a much more natural um, response to our relationship. It doesn't have to be dictated openly. But at least it's haloch l'mesheh messina, it's still commanded, but not expressly stated. But then we have, after the Bisamikdash is destroyed, the Minnag of Hashanah Rabbim, which is a Minnag Nevi'im. It's not even Allah Ha'loh Mishem it's not even mandated, it's a Minnag Nevi'im. Something which is a Minnag is even less um, imposed by, by, by various uh, factors, it's, it's something which is much more natural. We're not doing it because we're commanded at all, we're not even commanded, it's not even Allah Ha'loh Mishem commanded. It is a, a completely a that we chose. The Nevim, and through the Nevim we all accepted it as a minik that we chose to do. It expresses a, a relationship that is uh, based on the most natural uh, bond that comes from the depth of the nature of the neshama. That is naturally gravitating towards the essence of Hashem. But then we have with the minik to dance. It's not even a minik Nevi'im, it's just a minute Jews to dance, and all Jews equally dance. And that expresses in the most essential way, the most natural bond, the etzim and with the etzim of Hashem. So that's the uniqueness of Hashanah Rabbah. And that's why it will never, never uh, be omitted. Chazal made sure that Shabbats. Hashanah Rabbi will never fall on a Shabbos because this bond, this natural bond of the etzim and the shama, that cannot be forced through a mitzvah. It just comes naturally. Um, that, that level of bonding can never cease. It's always there. Nothing can interrupt that. And that's why it will always be there every year. And this is ensured by the fact that I'll never fall on a Shabbos. Lulav and Esrik, on the first day of Sukkot, which is Minat same thing, Shoifer, Rosh Hashanah, because Minat can't fall on a Shabbos. Because that kind of relationship, which is more triggered by um, a certain mitzvah, by a command, does not capture the essence of the neshama's bond with the lakus. That's why it has shinuyim, it has, can undergo changes. Sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. <laughs> Mm, this explains many things about the Arava of Ashan HaRabba. The Rebbe explains this at great length. But this is in brief, the, the, the whole uniqueness of Ashana Rabbah. Ashan rabbah is a celebration of the most natural bond of a, of a Jew, which can only be captured through a muda pshuta of a simple Jew, uh, not blurred by any richness of understanding and experience of, of Ava or Yira. Just simply I'm a Jew and I do what Hashem wants.